Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl, reacting to match week 23 in England's Premier League. Now, we will react to the amazing game at Anfield. Liverpool beating Crystal Palace four goals to three. We're certainly going to check in on Manchester United and the continued success under interim boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But there's only one place to start. The big game, two from the top six coming together, a London derby, a big London derby. Arsenal two, Chelsea nil. And Robbie Earl, mm. this was back to impressive, yep. fast-paced, high-energy, good Arsenal. Absolutely. This this was the Arsenal from the North London derby, Rob, yeah. who got about the game, who were aggressive, who were on the front foot, who put a press on Chelsea that strangled them for 20 minutes. I saw Chelsea give more balls away in that first 20, 25 minutes than I've seen for, for some time. I love that he played a front two, Aubameyang and Lacazette, Lacazette getting the first goal. Ramsey in behind them, and then the three in midfield, dogged, working hard to win possession back. Mm. We have seen this now a couple of times for Arsenal, and that has got to start to be their benchmark. And I know it's not easy, and I know they were, they were up for the game, because you know Lee Dixon on our country, and an Arsenal legend, said, win or bust for Arsenal. If they didn't win, they could well have been out that top four race. Wow, credit to Unai Emery and credit to Arsenal because they dominated the game, especially in the first half. You know what? I'm sure that Arsenal fans, I mean, of course, really enjoyed the mm. game, but maybe scratching their head a little bit because they need to see that. I know it's difficult week in, yeah, week out, yeah. and there's been a lot of criticism of Arsenal's defending and defence, and we've seen Unai Emery many times tr go with the three-slash-five at the back to help him defensively. And it was a bit of a turning of the dial, the attacking dial, to yeah. go to a back four. And as you said, Ramsey and then two strikers. Lauren Koscielny uh, and Sankratis yeah, were excellent. excellent. Were excellent at, at mm. centre-back. And the full-backs, Kolasinac and Hector Bellerin, who unfortunately went off later on with a with a what looks like a bad injury, mm. were really, yeah. really good. So they've shown now yeah. against a good Chelsea team that was restricted from the way that they played, Rob. They've mm. shown in a back four yeah. with a hard-working uh, midfield three mm. that they can play a back four, which enables an extra attacker to play. To win, to win titles again... And that's really where Arsenal need to get. This is, this is a, a, a huge football club and a great football club. To win titles again, they have got to get back to, this, to, to, to a time when that performance becomes of the norm. That's how Arsenal used why, to be. Why can't they do that now? Why we, they can't they do that now because I'm not sure from a, from a quality point of view the players can, can, can get that level week in, but, week but out. Would, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you agree, though, that it wasn't necessarily just about quality this game? The reason why Arsenal won and played so well wasn't about quality. It was more about work ethic motivation Mo work organization ethic. Yeah. and yeah. working yeah. and closing but, down but, and all yeah, that and i think I, that takes an i think that takes a mental effort i think it yeah. takes something that maybe 
These players are either not used to doing week in, week out, or can't do week in, week out. That's what we'll have to find out. You've got some younger out. players in midfield, Terrera play- and Correct. Genduzzi, and, and you've not got all. To, you've got to you grow into that and knowing that. But, you know, the great teams do that every week. That becomes a norm. That's a given. And some good days you score four or five, and other days you win one or two. Yeah, I, I remember, and we both played against this team a lot, Manchester United, uh, Manchester United mm. and Sir Alex Ferguson. I always thought that his teams were always the best hard-working yeah, players. Yeah. So that was the first part Absolutely. of it. And if Arsenal can get that kind mm. of, of habit, they have got some good players there, Rob. Just again on the front two, playing as a front two. Not One of them mm. wasn't wide and one yeah. at the front. This was yeah. a partnership, a front two. We know that they like each other's company. Mm-hmm. We know that they link very well together. Yeah. Is that something now that Unai Emery will stick with? Because he has changed a lot. I He's experimented so. a lot. He's experimenting with the whole football club. He's experimenting centre-backs, the midfield setup. When does that stop? Yeah, it, it, well, we, we're six months in. We're, hot, you know, we're, mm. we're halfway past the halfway line he has got two front players who can win him a title they're category A by they're the category way. A strikers who mm. can win titles so build the rest behind it now Aaron Ramsey is he going to be part of, well, of the not. build it looks like and not that's which, not which is a, fault. a strange decision it's a club yeah. decision that seems very strange to me and in Arsenal fans they can have their own view on that but You've got some things in place that Chelsea haven't got, by the way. Chelsea would love one of those two strikers, would make them very different. Mesut Ozil, and I know we keep talking I about him, I don't want to talk where, about yeah, but listen, today. Where does he fit into that sort of performance? With well, work ethic, that's well, why he's not playing, by well, the he way. Well, do, he doesn't. He, 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 sits and he sits with his snood we, on last in the weekend, cold and watches it. Yeah, but last weekend we, we said, or I said, they looked average, they need some mm. quality. Mm. They needed Ozil. Today they didn't need him. It's, it's amazing how things change week in, week out. And but, is, Ozil, but have we ever seen Seen Mesut Ozil work at, at that rate? I Rarely. think once or twice. Once yeah. or twice. Yeah, we, and that's what is the challenge to him. And Unai Emery has to work out: Do I pursue this with with, with, with Mesut Ozil? Or do you know what? Is this not Would just you? not going to work? Would you pursue it? Can Mesut Ozil be yes. that guy I that works he, harder? He, he I could, do too. Can, because to work hard, Rob, me and you can work hard. What we can't do is pick the passing Mesut Ozil can do and do the things he, he does with his left foot. But he can work harder. I, I just the evidence that we have right now, Unai Emery doesn't fancy him, and mm. and and that's a a situation that's going to have to be resolved. Whether he, they the the state, I mean, you know, the reports again that he's got no intention of going Mesut Ozil, that he's going to he's going to work would, hard. If you're him, why would you? Well, he's in a he's in a lovely swanky part of London, and you know, he's earning a fortune that he's not going to get somewhere mm. else. Um, without Arsenal's help in, in terms of subsidising his wages, wages if he does move on. So I get that. I, I just think that the manager's got to try and integrate him, mm. got to try and get him on side, because he's a fantastic talent. Just give mm. us a little bit more work. I just think, in, sort of in, in closing for me on, on this, Unai Emery, what I like, a couple of times he's asked his team, the North London derby, and, yeah. and, against him, and they've responded for him. That's mm. good signs. The good signs are. There's some good things in place at this football club. Spending money is going to be interesting. He's talking about loans now, nothing in the window. That, that doesn't fill me with, with great hope. Somebody, the ownership of this football club, have to decide how serious Arsenal are going to be. Are they, mm. are they just going to be always on the outside, or mm. do they want to get back to the top? Arsenal them? fans, mate, mm. should, should be demanding from this Absolutely. football club's ownership yeah. that come on yeah, it's time we're we paying it? a very yeah. expensive season ticket we were told that we'd move into this stadium and Stadiums things would change done. the goalposts moved because mm. we have the revenue from match yeah. day as, as well as all the the, uh, the TV money and revenue etc 
that statement of we're only going to think about bringing in loans this window must be mm. so difficult to take. Mm. And also the manager. The manager's yeah. come into some situations that's really difficult for him to try and get the best of. Um, all I know is, and we've said this before, it's a giant of a club. Yeah. It's a brilliant Absolutely. football club, Absolutely. Arsenal Football Club. It really is. And you know, tough better? times right now. The yeah. fans deserve better yeah. and it's tough times. Mm. Um, but I think, again, like you just said, this performance and a few others just gives you hope that he's the right guy. It just needs a lot of time to, to be a consistent winning team. As well as Arsenal played on the day, it's probably as poor as Chelsea mm. played on the day. I think the, the sh- first shot on target was about 80 minutes into the game. Again, it was Hazard in a false nine. Giroud sat on the bench. Similar setup in midfield. Jorginho, Kante uh, and Kovacic, who doesn't seem to offer too much for me. Uh, a day when Chelsea just weren't at it, Rob disappointing to say the least it really was um and again i i have to credit arsenal rob a lot of this and mm. i know arsenal played uh, chelsea played poorly yeah. and we're going to hear from the manager in, in a moment mm. but 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 arsenal were really good and it, it, it wasn't easy chelsea needed to be at it yeah and from the first whistle arsenal were at it and chelsea weren't at it and and you, you know this team it kind of picked itself over the last few weeks mm. it's probably is cha- uh, time for some changes Kovacic in midfield does some nice things but in general doesn't do enough Eden Hazard com- comes further away from that front line that central position mm. to get involved in the play he does good things when he gets involved and drops off but then there's nobody in the centre when the balls come in or somebody looks to to make a, a pass to, to, to create a goal so those issues continue the creativity issues continue mm. the slow football continues um, and it was a bad day for Chelsea um, of course the reaction um, since then has been quite remarkable. Yeah, and after that Chelsea disappointing performance, you need to hear this, the most honest and probably the most forthright press conference I've heard for a while from Mauricio Sorry, the Chelsea manager. He stressed the need to use a translator in, in his press conference, so everything he said was fully understood. Oh, today I prefer to speak Italian, first of all, because I want to send a message to my players. And uh, I want my message to be uh, uh, very clear. I don't want to, to make mistake uh, with my English. Yeah, well, I have to say that I'm extremely angry, very angry indeed, um, because this defeat was due to our mentality more than anything else, our mental approach, um, because we played against a team which mentally was far more determined than we were. And this is something which I can't accept. I can't accept. Um, we had a similar issue in the um, league game um, at Tottenham. Uh, we spoke a great deal about that particular loss and our approach at the time. Um, I spoke to the players. I thought that we'd managed to overcome this issue. Um, but it seems to me that we have this issue having a sufficient amount of um, determination, being mentally solid and having that determination. So I'm not happy. I'm not happy at all because I prefer to come into the chain, into the press room and indeed into the changing room, speak to the players, speak to you now as well, um, to talk about the tactics and why we lost perhaps from a tactical or strategy point of view. Um, But the fact of the matter is that I'm fine, or it would appear that this group of players are extremely difficult to motivate. Quite remarkable, (laughs) quite remarkable, Rob, and I don't Mm. think we've heard many statements or press conferences like that with a direct kind of meaning to send a message to the players. Now, I want to have three conversations here, Robbie. Okay. Three conversations. The first one is about him doing that and what it yeah. means and, and, and you know just, just the honesty of that. The next one will be what we agree with him with this, with this statement mm. and the, the final one will be what we don't ag- agree with. So okay. just in terms of a statement and going yeah. public like that, just how risky uh, or how, how powerful mm. is that message going to be? 
He absolutely knew what he was doing. He absolutely knew that he was drawing attention to him. When we heard before the, the interview even came out that he wants to have a translator so his words are fully understood. So, listen, everybody knows something's yeah. coming. And what came was honesty, forthright, critical opinion of a team of top-class Premier League footballers delivered by them a man who wants to shake things up mm. and see what the fallout is, Rob. Very strong. Uh, I, I said earlier on today, Rob, we chatted about it earlier, mm. brave or stupid. Yeah, yeah. Brave or stupid. Now, to be fair, both. a lot of the reaction, I think, that we've seen both yeah, here but, in the yeah, US in the, and, yeah, and, and in the uh, back in the mm. UK and England, I think the majority is saying stupid. Yeah. What's he doing? Mm. You can't do this. Like, you know, I think it's brave. I think I think he's an honest guy. And I say that given, what, quite a few months now of him being the Chelsea manager and a lot of press conferences. He yeah. is honest. Yeah. And, and that's what I've enjoyed about him from now. Now, he risks everything with this, Rob. Mm. He risks everything. His job. Mm. He risks a reaction from his players. A reaction from the, the owner, mm. Roman Abramovich. Maybe even some of the fans. Yeah, maybe from the fans as well. And something on the back of this is going to change. Yeah. Now, either yeah. the clubs say, you know what, Mauricio, and maybe at some point they're involved in this, Rob. Yeah. And maybe they said, you know what, you go with it. Yeah, you, you, you know, said, yeah might because, because we might face a period now at Chelsea Football Club where there's some transition. Mm. Yes, we know they've won the title. They've got some excellent players. Mm. But maybe it's time, as you said, to shake the club, to make some changes, to get some of those guys that maybe he's talking about out of the football mm. club. Um, but again, the first part of this, this kind of chat Wow, what a statement it was. Huge, and again, I, I think he was brave doing mm. it. And um, we'll get into the, the what's and the wherefores, but my goodness, it, you know, it, what a it statement. Was, it, he basically challenged the character and, and, and personality and spirit of his team. Right, so let's get to it. Yeah. Has he got a point? Absolutely got a point. Why has he got a point? Because when this team are on, they're a match for the, anybody in this league. Anybody. And that includes Manchester yeah, City and Liverpool. We've seen that. Over and the... when they're not quite fancying it, and he, and he, said, a really, he said a couple of, 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 of very damning things. This team are difficult to motivate. As, as the translator was saying it, Rob, I was trying to, I was writing it down. I thought, well, I, I've just got to make sure I get this right. The other thing he said, in terms of the two teams today, the talent's pretty even. They wanted the game more than me. This isn't the first time that this has risen his head at this football club, Rob. Jose Mourinho said very, very similar. But Jose tends to make it a little bit more personal and a little bit more vitriol. But Jose Mourinho has hinted at the same. Well, we and saw it with Jose. We yeah, saw it with Jose. Yeah, and, and when he comes in, they, they win the title. Yeah, the next season, mm. they went massively away from that. Antonio Conte, right, similar situation, comes in after the Arsenal game, during the Arsenal game for him, bizarrely, in 2015-16, was it, when they were losing 2-0, changes the system, goes on to win a title. But, just, but what did he say before that, Rob? Before the system, uh, it, it was he a said... similar this, sort of yeah, rant, where exactly. it's like, this, right now, I've had he enough. fired up. Now it's my turn. Yeah, and he said, right now, we've got yeah. great players on, mm. on paper, yeah, but not, not great players on the pitch. Great. Correct. Before his system changed, and it went up. But he, he spotted Correct. it as well. So we're on the third manager now. Let's think of Mourinho. And it dropped Conte. off in the, in the season it after. It dropped the off, and, 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 he, and he left the football club. Right. The third manager now, Mauricio Sarri, is saying the same thing. Now, you say brave or stupid. Bit of both for me, but do you know what? As you've said, something's got to change. At some point, you back the manager and you deal with the situation, or you sack the manager and you keep the group of players. Mm. 
I just, you know, I just think that this group reacts to situations where they're onto something. When they're the t- they start well and they look like they're going to have a title run and they fancy their chances of winning a title, they are into they are into one hundred percent effort. They're fully engaged. They're locked in, like mm. with 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 Mourinho and with mm. Conte with the championship titles. They're in. When f- if if they're but, but not isn't there, top four not in then? No, them? not for them. Not for them. If win it, what you talking about? Win it or, or yeah, not? Not two. Yeah, because they're champion players. They 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 won't they won't find a way to roll up their sleeves and to grind exactly like this game against Arsenal mm. when they know that they're not winning a title. Rob, they're not winning a title. If you if you if you if you won multiple so titles, four doesn't really matter. No, I don't, I don't think it means they're going to roll their sleeves up and track that runner mm. or close down that player when they, when it's hard work to be able to do that. Mm. When something special is going to happen, they're going to do that. And we've seen them do that to great yeah. success. But when it's not on, they drop right they drop right off, and that's when the mm. managers have said, "Hey guys, come on, mm. we we got, we got to do better than this." And that's what they've shown again. Does any of this come down to personality? Is, is there any guy in there who can demand that? I look at the team, goalkeeper, young goalkeeper coming in. Aspilicueta is a captain, gets on with his job. David Luiz, not the type. Marcus Alonso can at times be a bit flaky. Good player, but can be flaky. Midfield, is there anybody there who... Kante does it with the way he plays. Eddie Nazos is a wonderful footballer, but I'm not sure he's a leader of men. Mm. Is, 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 this, is, is that a part that's missing in this football club? Well, the, the, so that's, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is, isn't it? Uh, and does Ed Nazard get excited for every game every week to, to try and get back to the very top? Does Willian? Mm. Willian's one that's a little bit flaky. Yeah. Deva Luiz, for sure. Mm. Certain games, he looks, uh, looks at in, an awful dollars, nick. Yeah. Marcus Alonso, is he somebody that, that can, that can, that's mentally strong? He's saying there's not enough mentally tough players. Mm. And when the going gets a little bit tougher, or you're not winning so many games, that mental weakness shows itself. And you know, it's not as though we know that they can't do it, because they can. Yeah. But there's too many there. And, and what he's probably wanting here, Rob, and if we think he's got a point... Maybe there has got to be some transitions yeah. and some change at the football club. Now, final part of this, yeah. what don't we think is right with this statement or what don't we think he's doing? For, mm. for me, just quickly first, yeah, you, Rob, you go, yeah. I, I, I would have been happier if this statement had a little bit more of, listen, I'm in this as well. And I know there was, there was I think, one was line hint about it. Yeah, it. Yeah, but it's I, not but all I, I would have liked to have, to have heard a little bit more. Like, listen, I know that I haven't been perfect. I know that maybe you know I've stuck players in mm. unusual positions. And I, oh, and I do want to stick to my system. I haven't been particularly uh, flexible with my tactical situation. Yeah. I'd like a little bit more yeah. of that. Anything else from you where you disagree with him, where he's, he's wrong in what he said? I'd like to go to the system of play, but I, I kind of want to just answer your, go back to your point, because it, it's a really valid point. And he only said, like, you know, it isn't just on the players. But I'm wondering on that, and I think he's just a very thoughtful man. I think he, under, he knows what he's saying and how he's saying it. I think if he feels he gives the players a bit of a chance to say it's him, I think those are, he thinks I've got the kind of players who are going to jump all over that. So, you know what? I'm going to put it on you. And maybe when he has his chat with Abramovich and, and the rest of the, uh, of the board at Chelsea, he does take a little bit of ownership. Here's where I have a bit more of a problem. In the Mauricio Sari system, people call it Sari, and I know he's very welly to, to a system, and at, at the moment, he's probably not got the personnel he feels that can deliver it. But, and I want to have a but, the midfield three, you know, my bugbear at the moment is Kovacic, I don't get him. I don't think he adds enough to the team to be the third midfield player. So let me go another way. Back four. Middle two, Jorginho and Kante. 
three ahead of them so you can get Azard in his best position, whether it's wide or in the hole. Azard, Pedro, Willian and a centre forward at the top of yeah. the pitch. I think, similar to Liverpool, could make a huge difference to the way Chelsea play. You get the best of Kante from a slightly deeper position and he's got a partner next to him. You've got protection behind your three best playmakers and a centre forward who can get your goal. Yeah, the centre forward was always going to be an issue. Yeah. It was always going to be an issue. Yeah. After the first six or seven games mm. with uh, Alvaro Morata that didn't look up to it, Giroud... Mm, yeah, a bit not, part, not yeah. doing it. So I think, I think there's certainly, uh, certainly a little bit on that as well. Another thing I'd say about this, Rob, is that he talks about, and he's, and he's mentioned this a few times now, drop them. Drop the players who are difficult to motivate, mm. Mauricio. Mm. Do could, it. Could he go with kids? A few kids? Well, just Doft make some changes cheek. then. Hudson Adoy. Make some changes then. Mm. If there's players that mm. are not doing it, you've publicly thrown everybody under the bus in, in, in a certain way and made everybody aware that this group is mm. not easy to motivate. Mm. Wow, by the way, for, yeah. for a statement. Yeah. But let's see it now then. Mm. Make some changes. He's picked a very similar team. We do the teams every yeah. weekend yeah. and it's almost... Identical. Yeah. We One know what the team's going to be. Out or yeah, in, maybe a striker in, maybe in, not. Yeah, but for the yeah. most part, we know what mm. it's going to be. It's so, you know, find a way to make some changes. I think that part, you know, it hasn't been perfect from him as well in terms mm. of, of, of why Chelsea are not at the very top. What's next? What happens this well, what week? What do the players do? I mean, there's a League Cup semi-final against Spurs, by the way, on Thursday. What, what's the reaction Monday? If you're Eddie Nazard, want you up there within the world's best player kind of category, are you happy somebody's calling you out basically saying you've got a lot of ability but you don't really try every week well first of all it's one of the most hurtful things a manager yeah, can yeah, say about yeah, any you'd rather, player or yeah. a team that, that they lack yeah. mental st- mm. strength that they're hard to motivate mm. wow so the players will not be happy no. and we've seen this before what sort of reaction I don't even know mm. I mean you'd like to think they, they they take it on board and you know they try they but they've heard this before, yeah. and they've heard it from him before. I, I, I got to think that he's said this privately to this this group many times so far this season. And in this game, another clear example of of not having the grit and the durability to find a result when it wasn't, you know, when the silky football wasn't happening. Um, that he said things, and he's felt he's had to go public. Mm. And this is the risk part of it. He took a massive risk in this statement, yeah. and. In the past, we know what's happened. The manager has gone. And the most reaction in the UK with the, the journalists and former players is that this could happen again. And I, I hope it doesn't. I hope that there's some changes mm. and, the, and the team and the board and the owner think, you know what, there has to be something in this. Another manager. Mm. Let's start to make some changes for a new Chelsea going forward. The way to the press, Robbie Musto, should not be overlooked in, in England. If they've decided that this guy's gone, gone gonna the wrong side it. of the line, they're going to keep knocking away at this and it could end in tears. But interesting times, certainly at, at Chelsea. Mitchell Sarri's, has he gambled? Was he, was he foolish? Was it the right thing? to do only time will tell important month coming up in the week before we talk Manchester United and Liverpool let's just get a few words from one of our sponsors when it gets cold out there your vehicle needs some attention O'Reilly Auto Parts has everything you need to keep your vehicle toasty warm from choosing the right antifreeze for your engine to replacing your windshield wiper blades O'Reilly's will help you get your car or truck in fighting shape for the cold weather ahead O'Reilly Auto Parts better parts better prices Every day. Okay, Liverpool. Premier League leaders. Exciting times at Anfield. Wow. Everybody thought that Liverpool versus Crystal Palace at home at Anfield would be a foregone conclusion. There should be a comfortable uh, scoreline and victory. It wasn't. 
You you particularly watched this game, didn't you? And and, and they're becoming like the, the perennial party poopers' palace. They beat Manchester City recently. Andros Townsend with a wonderful goal. Townsend gets them ahead at Anfield, and and they get end up always sort of in the game even till the very last moment. They're they're a tricky team, but. Was this more about Liverpool getting it done in the end? It was, um, but but Palace, the way that they played and the way that they they looked on the field, it smacked of a confidence that that's come from history. Mm. Three wins in their last four visits to Anfield in the Premier League. That that's pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm not saying we had anywhere near the same as that, but at Middlesbrough for a, for a period in the late nineties. We had a pretty good record at, at Old Trafford with Manchester United, and I think there is a sense of. Oh, I think we're a bit of a bogey team for some of these big sides. Yeah. I mean, most of the others just rolled us, rolled us mm. away. I mean, it's no problem at all. Uh, and it does give you a bit more of a swagger, a bit more confidence when you get out there. And I, th- I absolutely sense that with Crystal Palace. The midfield players, of course, Andres Townsend, enjoying the big spaces at Anfield and Wilfred Zaha as well against James Milner, which was a big problem for Liverpool. Mm. Um, but but uh, so Palace played great, played really, really well. And Liverpool, I think we're at the stage of the season now, Rob, where performances don't matter. It's, yeah. a, it's about results and you've got to find ways in different scenarios to get the job done. Now, we know that Liverpool defensively were different. Andy Robertson was still there, Van Dijk was still there, but Joel Matip was back in for his first start for a, for a while in the Premier League. James Milner had to come in at right back with injured players there. Yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold wasn't available to start the game. So that probably explains the problems defensively when they've been so amazing all season long. But of course, what Liverpool have, Rob, is great front players, great attacking players. So goals. when they have a, mm. a bad day defensively, and this was a poor day for them defensively, they've got great players that are in good form that are hungry, mm. that are feeling that something special is happening, Robbie, or for yeah. extra motivation and ability to raise the game when they need it to get the goals to win the game. So, very positive for mm. Jurgen Klopp, even though it wasn't great. Yeah. I guess just going forward, you worry about going away from this incredibly kind of consistent, almost easily winning of matches in the Premier League. Yep, 15 more games, Rob, though. 15 more cup finals for them. Uh, it'd be the, the hallowed ground if they, if they can make it. But as you say, with that firepower, uh, defence had a, a bit of an off day, but got the job done. I was watching the Manchester United game, actually. They beat uh, Brighton 2-1. First thing that stood out for me, um, mostly watching this game, for the first 15 or 20 minutes, United were stunning. A complete contrast to the Jose Mourinho era, where for 20, 15 or 20 minutes in games and against teams lower down in the league, and I'm, I'm talking about Newcastle, I'm talking about Bournemouth, they almost handed the initiative to, to the opposition and said, we're going to sit back, and pe- people started to play, and people started to enjoy and play and score goals. This United have got back on the front foot. From the very first moment, Rob, there was people flying forward. Rashford went back central. Lingard went to the right-hand side. Martial on the left. Pogba breaking from midfield with Matic and Herrera next to him. They got a penalty from from Pogba. Um, Just his power was was too much in the end for the Brighton defence. The second goal from Marcus Rashford was was something special. 21-year-old kid. 150 Mm. appearances, all competitions now for Manchester United. Mm. Bang in form at the moment. Romelu Lukaku is going to have to just sit there and and wait for his time. Mm. And and right now, Rob, as as far as things go, and it it wasn't an easy victory. Brighton got one back in the end, but they were always in control. Mm. There's an attacking threat about them. And I think it's something we mentioned in podcasts recently. This group of players are starting to look like the quality players we knew they were. And also, going back to teams going to Old Trafford, mm. 
they have to get back to like oh, fear factor. Fear factor. Yeah, like absolutely. oh, it's going to be a difficult day. Absolutely. Oh, we got these quick players running at us. Mm. They're going to close us down. They're going to pressurise us. We're not going to be able to put two or three passes together. You said it was stunning. Who was stunning? And who was the, who was the best players for United? Marcus, and I guess a follow-up is, is who's improved most under the new manager. Marcus Rashford ticks all boxes. It looks amazing. This, this kid is, 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 he was a shadow of himself under Jose Mourinho. Didn't, didn't look confident. Unhappy. Didn't want, to, didn't want to take risks. Unhappy. Working hard backwards. Didn't want to get told off. Didn't want to get dropped. Let me tell you what he is now. He's got a bit of a swagger about him. He's actually got a bit swagger. And, and Ali Gunnar Solskjaer, after, after the game, talked about, he had a little bit of a go with one of the, the Brighton uh, centre-backs, and he said two things about Marcus Rashford. He's a Manchester boy, don't mess around with him, and he's a, he's a, he's a top-class player. Mm. And top-class players have a little bit about them. And he's starting to get it, but in a good way. And, and what a position he's in. He's got Romelu Lukaku, one of, one of the record signings, sitting on the bench, waiting to come in, knowing he needs to score goals. He's got Rashford playing as well as he can. Martial talking now about signing a contract. Yeah. Lingard on the other side. Seven wins in seven for, for, for Solskjaer. The reports are saying that Alexis is chomping at mm. the bit. This is yeah. coming from the manager, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, that he's chomping at the bit. He wants to prove to the United fans that he's miles better yeah. than what, what they've seen so far. He's got to be patient, hasn't he, Rob? Or, 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 he, should, he or should Lingard move aside? No, and I don't think he will under Solskjaer. I think Solskjaer's been very clever with the way he's handled things. Alexis might play in, in, in the cup game. They, they play Arsenal bizarrely next week in, in the FA Cup. I wonder if that mm. might be a game he goes, OK, go and show us now. But right now, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has got this team, got this group exactly where they want them. And at the moment, Romelu Lukaku and Alexis Sanchez are sitting on the outside waiting for their chance to come into the team. Just a, just an, a, a final one on this for the United's yeah. point of view, some of the players. Not much has been talked about the defenders. Mm. And of course, Jose Mourinho yeah. was very public dropped all his defenders Correct. in rotation and somebody else came mm. in and was criticised and moved out again. That's all gone a little bit quiet. Mm. And there is a, a, a definite correlation of how you're playing and how a defence looks as well. Yeah. Phil Jones, Victor Lindelof, Lindelof. is that going to be the two going forward? And do they desperately need a centre-back, as, as Mourinho said? I don't know if those two are the two, in all honesty, Rob. I think time will tell us that over the, the period right of the season. Now, well, they right play now, yesterday, let, they play yeah, yesterday, yeah, they, they, they did, did as, as required. We're, we're often, you know, Brighton were defending, so they, they weren't challenged that much. Interesting, Eric Bailly was back fit, free from, from his suspension, sat on the bench, no changes in there. So it, I think with Solskjaer, if you're playing and you're playing well, you keep the shirt. Don't care what name's on the, on the, on the bench, don't care what salary, what ego, who they are. And at the moment, Lindelof and Jones are, are the two incumbents, and I think they will, will keep the shirt. I mean, just how it's going right now, I mean, when's this going to start? Because, I mean... They can't win every single game, can they? I mean, no, what's... Yeah, they can. They I mean, can. he said afterwards, Solskjaer, yeah. that yeah. He, in a kind of a bit of tongue-in-cheek way, that he was looking forward to him going 1-0 down, that he mm. might learn something mm. else about the team. Yeah. Is, uh, this is quite a remarkable run. Does it keep going? I think it does, Rob. I, I think they go to Arsenal in, in the FA Cup next week. Arsenal played well. It's going to be a really good game. Two, two informed teams. I think they, they, their next game at home, I think, is Leicester. Uh, it's Burnley, sorry. They've got Burnley next yeah, time home, in, yeah. in, in, in the league. You would fancy them to win there. At the moment, it's like, why change anything? Let, let's see what goes along. We're, we're running fine. Everybody's playing with confidence. Everybody's playing well. I mean, just let the thing tick along and let's see where we go. 
Just in wrapping up, Rob, mm. should we have a, just a quick look around the league? Um, this is a bit of a shorter pod uh, than, yeah. than normal. We've just done one with uh, Mark Clattenburg, which is great. You've got to, mm. Listeners got to make sure you download yeah, that one, mm. a refereeing special. Um, just in terms of the bottom of the table, which is always fascinating, yeah. you, know, you, you look at it right now and you're seeing Cardiff City, mm. Fulham Football Club and Huddersfield Town. Mm. And I think we both thought after the, kind of the, the mid-season the, the mid, uh, situation, mm. they, they probably would be the ones to go down. Newcastle, Burnley and Southampton have found ways to win mm. um, anything that strikes you from the results this weekend that, that would kind of justify your thoughts on who's going to get relegated I think the bottom three are the favourites interesting that Cardiff have done a bit of business I think they bought in a centre forward bought 90 million for Emilio Sal- Salah is it and they took yeah. Uma Nias as well on, on loan, loan. Yeah. so they've had a go Rob mm. uh, Fulham as, as well as they, they played against Spurs end up losing 2-1 late, late uh, goal by Harry Winks enough to get Spurs all three points there Huddersfield again had a go for 45 minutes but lost again Do you think they've enough. given up Huddersfield yeah, I think they're starting to prepare for, for the championship, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's happened. So maybe two places, Fulham, just don't look like they're going to have enough quality. Uh, and Cardiff have had a go. I think Cardiff are giving themselves a fighting chance. Where the new, you just feel that Newcastle have too much. Burnley are starting to get things going. Ralph Hasenhurl's got a bit of momentum at Southampton. So I think it's a bottom three for me, mate. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Southampton, a good result. Newcastle, a good result. Mm-hmm. Uh, and given their managers, I think yeah. that's going to be the critical part of being able to stay away. But that being said, it's still really, really tight down there. Uh, Newcastle just two points uh, from the relegation zone and then Burnley and Southampton just one more point as well towards safety. So fascinating stuff. Mm. Uh, and, but there were certainly plenty of stories at both the top yeah. and the bottom of the table in this ma- match week 23. Absolutely. Match week 23. Plenty of goals, plenty of drama and that press conference from Sorry was pretty amazing, special. Amazing. That's it from us. As ever, we want to hear from you, our listeners. So make sure you download the two Robbies on Apple Podcasts and re- rate and review the shows. And this week, we want you to tell us was Mauricio Sari right in giving that press conference? Was he brave or was he stupid? Let us know. Give us your reasons why and we'll read out the best responses on our next podcast. So, Liverpool and City keep winning at the top of the table while Spurs left it late. And it was a Harry goal that got the winner. Not Kane, it was Winks this time. I'm Earl, he's Musto. Together with the two Robbies, thanks for listening. And it's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. Good night. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.